0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland. This is The Leader. And this is a gamble. From next April, we will create a new UK-wide 1.25% health and social care levy on earned income, hypothecated in law to health and social care, with dividend rates increasing by the same amount. The prime minister says that national insurance rise will raise £36 billion for the health and social care system, which we know has been battered by coronavirus. But his government was elected on a manifesto that promised. Low tax for working people. We want to have a high, a high skill, high wage, low tax economy so that people can, can take their lives forward. That's what we want. So we now have a manifesto-busting tax rise blamed on the coronavirus pandemic. And can it restore social care services as promised? Labour's secure Keir Starmer told Boris Johnson, he doesn't think so.
1: The pretense that the Prime Minister is only here because of the pandemic is not going to wash. He's putting a sticking plaster over gaping wounds which his party inflicted.
0: There are also many in the Conservative Party opposed to it. I'm joined now
1: in the Evening Standard's own newsroom by our very own Jack Kessler. Jack, why has Boris Johnson taken this gamble? Well, Boris Johnson did promise on the steps of Downing Street that he would fix our social care problems and uh, he's been in office for a fair amount of time and we haven't heard much from him um, on it. Obviously, the gamble is how, how you pay for it. He's decided to go for essentially a national insurance increase. On the basis that national insurance sounds nicer uh, than income tax but um, he may find uh, in reality uh, it's less appealing
0: a tax rise is a tax rise no matter what you call
1: indeed so and, and the headline figure is 1.25 percent but of course it's national insurance so that comes both out of employers and uh, employees um, whereas uh, income tax would have been um, certainly more straightforward and many people arguing, including our own uh, Nick Cecil, that, that it would be fairer too.
0: Does it matter
1: that the Tories are breaking a
0: manifesto pledge? I mean, will voters care about that specifically?
1: Well, most um, most voters don't care about manifesto commitments most people inside the westminster village don't read them and it's all because he's um he wants to argue these he's, he's breaking two manifesto commitments today there's the uh, triple lock on pensions and and now the um national insurance increase the thing that i find most bizarre is that it's, it's a, we've got a load of detail on the tax increase but actually very little on where that money is going and initially um, it's going to pay or partially pay for the huge NHS backlog as a result of the pandemic. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if in a few years' time we are still discussing how we pay for social care because in the end all this money has gone to to the NHS. But isn't it fair enough? I mean, this has been a once-in-a-100-year event, this pandemic. Isn't it fair enough to break some pledges in order to get the country's economy back on track? That's certainly the argument that they will make. And polling suggests that um, it's a reasonably uh, popular move. Look, no one, no one is saying... Um, that manifestos should never be broken and, and and that's that's just as well. But it is odd to see national insurance again be be the tool um, used to pay for stuff. I saw a tweet from Nick McPherson, who's a former uh, permanent secretary at the Treasury, and he, he talked about how over his adult life the national insurance rate more than doubled and is set to go even higher, while at the same time the basic rate of income tax has fallen from 34% to 20%. Um, and it is strange how we ha- we are choosing uh, to pay for things and that does throw up odd complications, particularly with national insurance, given who pays for it and who doesn't, and who's protected by the caps and the flaws in this particular policy and who isn't.
0: And of course one of the big
1: issues about this
0: is that some people are claiming this is going to be hitting younger people harder because they're the ones who'll be paying
1: national insurance for longer. Sure. And and they're often the ones, you know, if you're young and you live in an expensive city like London, you don't have a property whose value you need to protect so you can pass it on. And and sure, you know that um, whether we get old and you die of a short illness, or you die of a very long illness and, and require a lot of care, that is pot luck, and it's also pot luck whether you grew grow up in a family who has a house to pass on or not. It's all what what we choose to care about and choose to protect. feels feels very strange to me, but but I I don't think we should be totally surprised that this government is um, is looking after its own people. That's what what governments do. So Jack, in your esteemed opinion, is this gamble going to pay off? Well, I mean he's got the, the bloke's got an eighty seat majority. And you know, in, in in the in the leader um columns of this paper, we've criticized him in the past, not necessarily for specific policies, although there have been plenty of, of stuff to criticize, but more to the fact that, you know, what is this majority for, if not to um to do potentially unpopular things. I don't think it will be the thing that, that people necessarily remember whenever the next election is, because first of all, a lot of the money, as we said, is going to go to um, to the NHS. And also people will be thinking about lots of other... I mean, if you think about what happened between December 2019 and let's say the summer of 2023 or later, I, I think enough has happened that A small increase to national insurance isn't going isn't going to be the game changer and also isn't the one thing that's going to make young people think oh maybe the Tories don't really want my vote I think there's a growing amount of evidence that suggests that's the case already and that's the leader come back
0: tomorrow at 4 p.m for more news analysis interviews and features